Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of Minisode, I should say, of Reality Bites. <laughs> now, some of them are funny and some of them are not so much because that's kind of how reality is, right? All over the place with things that happen in our lives and in our worlds. So today, Sarah's going to share with us kind of a really sad, uh, bittersweet, I should say, story about her lovely, lovely dog, Lola. And we all know how I feel about dogs. I'm actually changing my tune a little bit, hanging with Sarah and Mike. Yeah. They've kind of like turned me into like kind of a lover of dogs. Mm -hmm. Sort of, kind of, maybe. (laughs) Sort of, kind of, maybe. But I'll tell you what, Lola... In her heyday, would have been my jam. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to let Sarah tell you a little bit about her and what kind of happened recently. Um, she's no longer with us, yeah. but she is definitely up there seeing and playing and jumping and yeah. <laughs> being super happy. Yes, my little Lola. Lola, L O L A, Lola. <laughs> she looked like a Lola. She was just our little androgynous babe. <laughs> She was dead. I love that. I know. She, well, oh God, I love that dog so much. We had Lola for 16 years, actually almost 17. This little, little nugget. We were like, she's never going to die. Like she's, it almost became a running joke. It was, it was a running joke. We're like, she's going to outlive everybody, everyone, the apocalypse. It's going to be like her (laughs) cockroaches and Mick Jagger. And like, that's it. And (laughs) we were like, if something does happen, like it's not going to be like normal. Like the way that Lola's going to go is that she'll be like in the yard and a hawk will come and like take her away. (laughs) And we'll be like, no, no, that should be like, bye. Oh, but my poor baby, about a year ago, she lost her eyesight. And before that, like even at at 16, she was, well, she was 15 at the time. Then um, she was jumping around and hopping from like, like doing parkour, basically. Yeah, that's what she did. Parkour, parkour. On the furniture. It was great. She'd go from like the chair to the couch, the couch to the love seat, to the floor. I mean, I feel like you have to describe Lola, though. Because I know Lola, but they do not. Yes. And you don't really understand the parkour thing unless you hear the size of her. Okay, yeah. So (laughs) Lola at her healthy state was about um, nine pounds. And she was this fluffy black and white Japanese chin. So she had the smushy face where her nose was like in between her eyes and <laughs> she um, was just, you know, we described her as saying that there's like uh, not a lot going in and so- going on in some dog's head, but in Lola's there was just tumbleweeds <laughs> and like she, she was amazing. She just mm. um, wasn't like super smart on the scale of dogs <laughs> because we have another dog who's like in- extremely intelligent. Which almost makes him like a bigger pain in the ass. Yes. Where like her, she was so easy. Yeah. Um, cause she just didn't know what was going on half the time. Yeah. And, um, I took her with me everywhere. She had a bag that like, you know, had the little cutout for her head and she was just my buddy and went with me everywhere. And we had another teeny tiny dog, a teacup Yorkie who was named Tater. And when she died, Lola became even more of like my little, uh, sidekick. Yeah. So she would go to work with me and I'd bring her bed and she would just sleep on the floor next to me or fall asleep sitting up, standing up. Cause that's what she liked to do too. <laughs> but then when she lost her eyesight, she was like 
you know the like uh, on the DVD screen when the DVD like if you're old enough to have watched a DVD uh, <laughs> which I hope all of you are uh, you know where like the DVD logo would like bounce off one side of the screen and then yeah. like bounce yeah. off the other <gasps> that's exactly what that she did the- <laughs> oh my god she totally did <laughs> she would run into like a mirror and then back up like backwards and then like and she scampered she like the, yeah. you know because she's always like trying to see well with her feet with basically her feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. and then run into the wall behind her yeah. and then mm-hmm. it was just like boing boing <laughs> so yeah it was amusing at first and then it got like sad and then I got really sad because she would get this she should laugh at this she would get stuck places <laughs> and like not know where she was or she would just stop where she was and sit and then and but she'd be like staring in the corner like there was like nothing Aww. around and so she would just be sitting there like with literally like she was a bad kid like with her nose in the corner I'm like baby she didn't know where she, she was where she was <clears throat> but besides that like we took her to the vet. The vet was like, wait, how old is she? <laughs> we we're like, oh, she's 15. She's like, no. We're like, yeah, here are her papers. Like, yeah. yeah, we've had her forever. And she's like, she's in perfect health, except that she can't see. Yeah. So she was doing so great. And then this past year, it just, she was she actually, deteriorated. she did. And then the other night last week, she went to stand up and she started crying and she just didn't make noise. Like she just wasn't a loud mm-hmm. dog. She didn't bark. She didn't cry. So when she started crying, I was like, oh, my God, something is wrong. And she was, you know, whimpering. So uh, Randy went to go pick her up. And when he did, she had wet herself because she couldn't get up to mm. go to the bathroom. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, when you pick an animal up that loses the use of their legs, how they kind of just go straight and then sort of cross over one another a little bit, like their ankles. Oh. And that's what she was doing. And he, we tried to like stand her up and she couldn't use her back legs. So we called the vet and took her to a long time. We've been going to him since like 1990 um, in Wheeling. So we went back to West Virginia and took her in. He was like, it's not good news, Sarah. So... Mm-hmm. It was her time, and um, I just wanted to talk about how healing animals can be if that is if you are a person who connects with animals like that, um, which I am. And like, oh man, she's just she was just my little healer. Yeah. When I came out of the hospital from my mastectomy, like she was literally like. <clears throat> up against me like she sat under my arm like I had my arm around her and she sat like a person like up against me next to me and just was my like little lover and she just stayed with me the whole time I was like laid up yeah and um she's just been that for us all the time and you know I every surgery that I had she was there in my lap. And mm-hmm. um, when I had both of my kids, she would lay across my belly, like across the kids, oh you know, my in goodness. my belly. And um, I mean, she's been there for she's been forever, ever. Yeah, That's she, a long time. Mm-hmm, That's we, like how long you've been married, right? Longer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got her before we got married. So she was um, <clears throat> not a part of our wedding, which she should have been. Damn it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we had her when we got married. We had her with both kids. And I, I will never forget. I actually have a picture of it. We brought V home. And he was probably like, 
I don't know, when you give them tummy time, I don't know how old that is, a few weeks maybe. I can't remember. It's been so long. a month. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was a month old or something. So he was having tummy time. So he was like pushing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He could lift his head. And Lola kept bringing her toy over and dropping it in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then like taking two steps back and looking at him. And she's like, okay, okay, you know, throw it, Steve. Like, you know, he was, <laughs> she'd like go over, pick it up, drop it closer to him, back up. She's like, I don't know what, there's something wrong with this dog. I don't know what's not playing with me. That is so, so cute. It was really cute. She oh was just a goodness. sweetie. Um, not the brightest but she was my babe and you know it just they have such healing properties and she just because they love unconditionally yeah they love you no matter what and uh just recently i was at my excuse me sorry just recently i was at my six month scan for um with my oncologist and uh, which by the way everything was good so i just want to put that out there um still looking good and I was in the waiting room and this volunteer comes in and they have a therapy dog and it's this golden retriever who is like, oh my God, like so cute. He looked, I mean, he was a couple years old, but he looked like a puppy, he, but his paws were like gigantic. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, is he not full grown? They're like, no, he is. He just didn't grow into his paws. <laughs> so he, he has these like goofy ass, like, Wait, like he's never going to grow into no, his paws. <laughs> and they're so cute because they're just like so big. Um, and he's just so, he was so soft and sweet. And they said, do you want to visit? His name was Stanley. And they're like, do you want to visit with Stanley? And I actually almost said no, because I went through this moment of, I'm just here for a six month scan. There's Mm -hmm. people here coming to get their chemo treatments, their infusions, their whatever. Like I shouldn't be taking time away from them. And then, but when he asked me, I just instinctually like, yes, came out of my mouth. I was like, yes, please. And before I could even like (laughs) process my thoughts, and he came right over and, um, I just scratched his head and I put my forehead up against his and I was just like scratching his sides and I just started crying Aww. and I was just like, you know, they're just so healing. And I was feeling like shit sitting in that waiting room. Cause I wrote a post about this on social media, but like how COVID has really sucked. Yeah. With how, um, you're just a- going through these alone. appointments alone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're by yourself, you're having the anxiety, you have to go back into the appointment. And sometimes like I have had to go through one of these appointments where there was a scare and they're like, you know, she, she felt something. And so I had to go get an ultrasound by myself. So I'm going through all of this anxiety with no one there. And I also, when I get into that spot, it's hard for me to retain anything that the doctor is saying to me. Sure. So you so, need someone else there to yeah, write it down or exactly. listen. Yeah. Like you did for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amy would come to my appointments and write stuff down, which was phenomenal because I was like, I don't know you what don't, happened. You, you don't, you mm-hmm. don't know what happened. Um, so yeah, it just really sucks. And it's really tough. And so anybody who's going through that shit, like during COVID time, like my heart goes out to you it, and it sucks. And I just want to recognize that and just yeah, say that to you. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that dog, Mr. Stanley, yeah, was just such a healing presence. And he was such a presence of, of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, he just, like, laid his chin on my my knee. 
Like they're just, I mean, they're therapy dogs. They're just trained to be. Maybe I need a therapy dog. I know. I want one so bad. Like one that knows. One that's retired or something. Yeah. One that like, no, I mean, I think you can with our diagnoses. I think you can get one. Oh, you absolutely can. Yeah. Um, Um, They're just expensive as hell, but totally worth it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it has been interesting to watch spending so much time with you and Mike to watch you two with the animals. It's a very Mm -hmm. different experience for me than anything I've ever experienced, you know? Yeah. Um, I've just been so anti animal for so long. Well, that's how you were brought up too. Yeah. It's, there's a huge difference, you know? Yeah. But there is something about their empathy mm-hmm. that has me, has changed my mind a yeah. little bit. Like even with Crosley, who's her other dog oh, he's and so kind wacko. of, he's kind of a pain in the ass yeah. more than kind of, I was going to say uh, kind of, it's um, nice. but <laughs> When I was sad one time, like he just like came over and just like looked at me and just like was there. He waited for you to say it was okay. Yeah. And then he tried to come up on your lap. Yeah. 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 And when there was like another situation where the kids were upset, he was like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. Like, it's just that because of being an empath, mm-hmm, I, I'm mm-hmm. like, I relate to you. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> like we've got this, you yeah. know, or it's just so nice to have something else understand people's emotions as well. Mm-hmm. So for that, I can say that I appreciate it yeah. a lot. I can appreciate that a characteristic about a dog. I mean, I just don't like the shedding. I know. And which there, is why Lola are... is like the champ. I know. <laughs> Um, there are dogs that don't shed. Just I know. throwing that out there. I wink, know. wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but it's funny that, you know, I was thinking about you actually with Stanley because after he visited with me, he went across the aisle and was visiting with a woman um, who was going back for chemo. And uh, she was very clearly ill. You know, you could yeah. just tell. And, and her, her face was sunken in. She mm-hmm. didn't have any of her hair at the time. And, um, he just loved on her and it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah. You know, they're very like gentle and yeah. she loved on him. And then as soon as he walked away, um, she kind of sat back and I looked at her and I was like, they're so healing, aren't they? And she said, they really are, but they're so messy. <laughs> and you're like, and I was okay. like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Amy, okay, mm-hmm. Amy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I know. And she goes, but you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm home by myself five days a week. And it sure would be nice to have something like that around to show me some love. Oh. And, uh, yeah. So I thought that was like a, a good. There should be like a website, like dogs without mess. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and I really can't, I can't find my, the other thing is like, because this is just how I am. Like I couldn't buy a dog. Like I would have to go and rescue a oh, dog for sure. So like it would have to be like from the rescues, all the rescues in the area are like yeah. dogs without mess. Or like it comes with like an asterisk. <laughs> So when you go to read their description, it's like, does not shed. <laughs> Potty trained, you know, like it's possible. I mean, the only dog I've ever owned, um, is Popeye who we've got for Scott and he was, he was very therapeutic in that way for him. But he also had, when you, when you adopt and rescue, the problem is you don't know what their past is. Right. And we didn't realize that he was a fight dog Mm. and he was abused severely, therefore had attachment disorder, which Mm. I'm like, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, right. Dogs can't have those sorts of things. Oh, they trust me. I would be that person. And I'm telling you right now they can. 
So he had like the signs, exactly the same signs as a, ch- as a child yeah. or an adult would yeah. have with attachment disorder. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was so obsessed with Scott that if he left, he would like crap everywhere and pee yeah. everywhere and broke out of the, like cr- all the crates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then would destructive to be and, destructive yeah. specifically to my things. Yes. Like, I'm like, like, how do you even know that those are like, fuck you? Yeah. Where's my Scott? Exactly. <laughs> like, how do you know those are my clothes yeah. on the drying rack? Like literally pissed just on my clothes. Cause they can smell. Yeah. They know. And yeah. so, you know, when, when the dog nipped at Lily and we found out I was pregnant with Avery, that was kind of like, I, we can't, I don't know. It was just, it was just too much. The dog would have taken all of our time. We called specialists and everything. So perhaps I will just do a little bit more research yeah. on the next rescue. <laughs> I will help you out. We'll find you a rescue dog and maybe right. we'll get one too to, I need the little asterisk. So, does anybody have any dogs available that are <laughs> hypoallergenic? Hypoallergenic, yeah. And, and potty trained. I don't want a puppy. Nope. I'm I'll- old. I need old. I know it's rough. We that's, we wanted a puppy because we because of that because we had adopted a dog. Yeah. Previous. Yes, you had the same. And we had a bad a similar experience. situation. Um, yes. Yeah. And it's not the dog's fault. No, not it's at just all. Like, you know, it's but it's really hard to re train mm-hmm. once they've been abused like that right um so and we, it was kind of crazy because the dog that we had adopted prior to crosley um was aggressive to women and girls so to willow to myself um to one of the neighbor kids and that's when i was like oh my god we gotta we gotta do something about this and literally like a couple days later he attacked me and that was like scary as hell I've always wondered if that means that women abused him. That's what I was because thinking. Because we lived um, in the city, yeah. and when we would walk Popeye, mm-hmm. it was a very diverse neighborhood. Yeah. And it was black men. Yeah. That he would, like, lose his oh, shit no. and, like, go and try to attack them every time. And oh. I was like, it must have been who had who the dog for the dog yeah. fight, whatever. Because he had all of this scarring on the top of his head, so you could see that he had getting, gotten bit everywhere. Um, but so I, it's interesting that they remember, mm-hmm. you know, the gender mm-hmm. and the color mm-hmm. of their like abuser, because I do think that's what it is. And then anything, anybody who came close to Scott was yeah. just like, he would Fair attack, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but so, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, we, we always say like. Or Scott used to always say, like, I just wonder where Popeye is. And then, mm. um, really off topic, but. No, it's not. But, uh. Tell them. I know what you're yeah, going to say. The, uh, medium in my first or second, I think it was the second appointment with her said that she's like, well, he keeps showing me an ornament with a dog print, like a hand, like a paw print. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. I'm so anti, like, dog that I don't even <laughs> know. Dog print. print. It's arm and hand. It's a paw print, Amy. <laughs> With a paw print. She's like, so, she's like, did you guys have a dog who's passed over? And I was like, I don't know. And then I thought, oh my god, what if he found Popeye? Yeah. Like, what if him and Popeye are together? Yeah. And then I just got so excited because I was like, that's just a beautiful, like, re- reuniting of, yeah. like, two beautiful, like, souls who just fucking had a hard life yeah so maybe Popeye's up there with Scott mm. and when I had my medium experience yeah my dad was that she 
she told me she, he was showing me or her that he was playing with a with a puppy. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh. And we had Tater and she was like so tiny. Yes. She's like, it's a puppy. It's a puppy. And I was like, is it a puppy or is it just like a really small dog? She's like, it's a really small dog. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he has Tater. And now he has Lola. Now he has Lola. Oh, and he always said, he's like, if we could get a dog, because this was like the 90s and like designer dogs weren't like a well-known thing, you know, because yeah. both of my dogs were like they when we first got them we didn't know any better we didn't adopt we like went and, and um no bought. judgment what do i i don't know yeah, anything and i'm just i'm just yeah. once i learned like what the breeders and stuff do i was like never again but um she was like a purebred uh yorkie and lola was a purebred japanese chin and um so she just was like this <laughs> tiny she weighed she weighed three pounds and, um, <laughs> like yeah, she was ball. like so tiny, um, but she was hypoallergenic and like, yeah. yeah, she had hair and all that stuff. So, uh, my dad would have loved her. He was, cause he said, if, if there was a dog that just stayed small forever, we could, we would, could get a dog. Cause I always asked for one. That's what I up. always say. Yeah. And, um, now I'm like, dad, there's dogs that stay small forever here, you know? So there's two of them. There's two of them. So he's oh. probably taking care of both of them up there, but I'll tell you what, putting down a dog is the hardest fucking thing ever, or a cat. I've done both, or any animal. My friend, actually, my girlfriend from school, actually, since elementary school, uh, she's a vet tech. Her dad is the vet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was there with me, and he was there too. And it, beautiful, beautiful way to put down your dog. Town and Country Animal Hospital in Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah. If you're near there at all, actually, they have people from 26 different states that take their animals there. And from Canada. People come down from Canada to take their animals there. Whoa. He's amazing. Um, And, I mean, he just so compassionate. And he... I held her mm-hmm. and I was holding her like a baby because that's... <laughs> we always held her like that. Mm-hmm. Like on her back like a baby. And um, he gave her the first, like, dose through the the um catheter and said a prayer over her Aww. and it was like this beautiful beautiful prayer um you know and he's like you know god please take her into your loving bosom and hold you Aww. know and care for her and it was just so so lovely and um then he gave her the, the last dose and then he he's like okay honey she's gone you know and so he was just very compassionate about it and um that's beautiful. It was just, it was beautiful. It was lovely. We were all together. Um, and, you know, Vian was not okay. So that was hard. Yeah. It's just hard to watch your kids, like, because they bond so tightly with yeah. with the animals, too. But I'll tell you what you're not prepared for, because uh, Randy was like, can I hold her one last time? And this is, like, funny, but not funny. So please, <laughs> like, don't judge me for laughing, because yeah. this is how I deal with things, okay? <laughs> So like this is how we deal with all the things. <laughs> I went to hand her to him, and like she's no longer alive, so she no longer has control of her neck muscles. So her head like <laughs> like flailed like, back, flailed back. But like I mean, it was like because it's dramatic, like dramatic, like hardcore went oh backwards because God. she's no longer living. So there's like oh. literally, and V and like was like. <gasps> You know, because it was like oh. very disturbing looking, and so then I'm like, Jesus Christ, Randy! Like, yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, I know, I got her. So it was like this whole like thing happening back in, the- but like comical <laughs> looking back a little bit. Yes, yeah, like oh. looking back, comical and very on brand with Lola. Totally so. on brand, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. Um, Mike just put down his dog too. And it was so sad. It is because it was like a kid. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I I just, I'm learning, I'm learning the bond because normally like there is something though. I will say this. I am going to say this and I do believe this. When someone's like significant person dies, don't be like, my dog died too. I mean, Mm -mm. that's just a little bit, it it was probably the thing that pissed Lily off the most about her friends. Yeah. And it's significant, but it's not as significant as As losing a human. So, um, so you can't compare the two, but I will say that I have so much more compassion for people, um, and their pets now than I ever have before. So. Thanks, Mike and Sarah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. I know. To spread the animal love. <laughs> Listen, man, we're ever-evolving humans, so That's we're right. figuring things out. Absolutely. You know, don't stay stagnant, people. No, no. Explore new things. Try new things. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now and research and find my Lola. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Oh my God. My heart would explode. You could bring her here and just carry her around in a little baby Bjorn all day. Oh my God. I would totally do that too. (laughs) I'm so here for that. She could be like our uh, mascot. Yes. Oh, yes. I just got goosebumps all over. Let's please make that happen. All right, folks, get on the um, on the interwebs and look for us. Yes. If you know of any hypoallergenic potty trained dogs that need rescued, you got to hit us up. All right. Or if you want to share a story of a lost yeah. uh, pet, please let us know. We're always here for yeah. it. Always. Always. All right. All right, folks, that was your dose of reality bites. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs)